Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. And welcome to the HP Podcast, your weekly video game podcast about video games. That's redundant. Damn it. Uh, I'm Ben. With me here today is Dave. Hey, did you do that on purpose? <laughs> uh, no, I saw Brandon about the hiccup. And so I immediately went to you instead. Right. Yeah. Um, thoughts and prayers for Brandon. He's got the hiccups right now. Yeah, so, the hiccup, uh, hiccup machine. Also, you're on the left side of my screen. So that just like naturally made more sense to me because I think from left to right because I'm from America. Well, it, feel, it feels good. I, it feels good to be the first uh, intro. Now I know I, I spent the day in the life of Brandon's shoes. So <laughs> the, cra- nice. the crown is nice. heavy, Dave. You yeah. need way more weed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Brandon, the hiccup machine. How's it what going? is up, man? Um, I'm doing okay, aside from the hic- hiccups. Um, <laughs> you know, I I wish I could say I did that on purpose, but I didn't. So my body is failing me currently. Um, I'm having a spasm of my diaphragm, and there's no controlling it. Have you tried um, licking your dog? I've heard that helps. Uh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, no, I've not tried that. She's uh, very, very nicely looking out the window right now. I wouldn't want to disturb her with my tongue. Okay, so fair enough. Um, but fair no, enough. I'm I'm doing okay aside from that. Um, a little bit hungry. The lady uh, is bringing me home some food from from a local Mexican cuisine restaurant, oh, and wow. I'm very very excited to, to do that after this. But aside from that, I'm just excited to talk about some games. So. Sorry, back up the hiccuping thing. I don't want to harp on this, but I do have the cure and I, I'm serious. This has worked for me several, several times and you don't have to lick a dog at okay. all. I made it's, that up by the way, just in case the audience was wondering. They might try it. So we, somebody, hey, like, the, somebody paused the podcast and ran and grabbed their, <laughs> their Yorkie and was just like, <laughs> all caps, it didn't work. Dude, they are they are a little bit too excited to lick the dog. But the, the cure that's worked for me on several occasions is you just constantly swallow for like a minute mm. straight. You just swallow, 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 and it, they'll go away. You don't know, know, I practice can't, with that, Dave, or? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I've had this before, and it's just, you just sit there and swallow, sure. and, and then sure. they go away. You don't have to do it now, but just, you know, in general, that's yeah, excellent. Yeah, it's worked cool. for me many times. Yeah, good, good. 
I don't often do this at the top of the show because I forget is the real reason. But uh, remember, we have a Patreon. You can go over and support us there. Patreon.com slash Handsome Phantom. As little as a dollar a month. That's like less than 25 cents an episode. Generally, you can get ad for early access to the show. And then, of course, for free or for paid, you can come and join our discord over at handsomephantom.com slash discord. We appreciate it. We like having you guys there. I uh, wanted to start off with an anecdote or not really. Yeah, I guess it's not an, a story um, about an hour ago. I got in my car and drove to Dustin's house where we record in the studio before remembering that he was not in town and we would not be recording there. So that's how my day has gone so far. Damn. Yeah, that's that's a thing I did. Uh, and it was funny because I was talking to Dustin about him not being home like an hour before that. So. That's, you know, it's muscle memory. You guys have been doing the show for years and years and years. So it's, uh, it's not surprising that something what are we like at like 177 ish episodes. Damn. Every literally every Tuesday or Wednesday. Sometimes I've yeah. been getting in the car and going over there. So yeah, dude. anyway, let's talk about some video games. Um, let's start off. Of course, we had some big doozy boys of some shows this past week. It is technically what E3 week would usually be. Of course, we don't have E3 this year. Maybe never again. We'll see. But we had the Summer Game Fest with uh, Jeff Keighley looking suave as usual. Did you guys, I assume you guys both got to watch the show or at least have been able to catch up with all the news and everything since then? Yep. Yeah, I caught some of it live, but I've caught up uh, via other ways as well, so. Nice. Okay, so I've uh, I've sent you guys some links to some sites, and I basically just want to go down through, and I don't think we need to talk about every single one because, frankly, we don't have anything to talk about with every single one, but there's a few we definitely want to get through. Uh, Dave, since you've been getting shafted lately, uh, (laughs) let's let you, uh, and and swallowing a lot, let's let you take first pick on, um, on which game we start off talking about. Um, I, I'd, I'd like to start with Redfall. Okay, let's do it. Um, so the reason I'm, I'm interested in Redfall is cause, um, I think Arcane is a really interesting studio and I guess this is Arcane Austin. So it's a bit of an offshoot. Um, but yeah, um, Back for Blood came out this past fall or whenever it was, uh, it didn't really click for me. So when I saw Redfall, um, I think it was announced last year, I was kind of like, eh, there's not much really to sink your teeth into. It wasn't a gameplay trailer or something. But I think switching it up from like zombies or whatever they were called in in Back for Blood to like vampires, plus like the style they're going with with, with Redfall kind of piqued my interest. And now that we've actually seen gameplay, like this looks really, really cool. Yeah, um, I've been looking for a lot more co-op games to play, so it's got that. But, you know, they stress pretty strongly that you don't need to play this game co-op. You can play it solo. Sure. Um, I think the style's really cool. The shooting looks really, really tight. I think the humor looks just about right. Like, it's not going to hit you over the head, but at the same time, it's going to give you enough to give you some campy smiles and laughs and stuff. So yeah. um, I think the only thing that disappointed me was I, for, for some reason, thought this game was coming this year, but we're not going to get it until early 2023 probably so um so yeah i mean day one game pass that's going to be great and uh yeah i really came away from the xbox show um really looking forward to redfall so i'm 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 curious to see what you guys think about it nice uh so yeah we'll go ahead brandon no i was gonna say honestly i'm i'm pretty excited about it as well um last year we just saw some cinematic um and i thought the idea of the cinematic was really great um but 
naturally I can't be too excited about just a cinematic. Um, we got to see some proof of concept, but right. I think we've really seen that. Um, I think that Dave hit it on the head um, that this is a co-op game and I'm always looking for new co-op games um, and a f- first person shooter co-op game at that. So that's kind of exactly my wheelhouse. Um, but uh, no, I think it looks great. And um, I think that how they're doing it with the powers and I don't know, I, I just really can see a co-op um, group activity coming into this. And I'm hoping the NPCs, you said that you didn't need to play single player, but I'm hoping the NPCs really feel like real people. I'm right. hoping that's like a main focus here. But um, yeah, I'm pretty much just echoing what Dave said. I This was one that I was excited about before. And now that I've actually seen some proof of concept, um, I think now I'm, I'm locked in. And day one game pass, how could you argue with that? Um, I was talking before the show how I need a reason to play my Xbox right now. And it looks like um, whether that be towards the end of the year or next year, I'm going to finally get some new stuff. Um, so right, I was surprised. Sure. I, I, you know, I know we're going to talk more about the Microsoft showcase, but it actually left me pretty surprised this time. Um, and I typically don't, don't necessarily feel that way. So, yeah, the only thing I really have to add to what you guys said is um, I just I, I've enjoyed everything I've played from Arcane. I haven't played all of Arcane's games to my shame, but everything I've played has been good. I really hope they continue to deliver on that because this is definitely a different style of game for them. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking they've got the chops to do it, but we'll see. I'm also thinking this is probably more of like a lean into a, a kind of game that will probably sell better because as good as Arcane's games have been in the past, and I know a lot of people, a lot of people did like Deathloop, but a lot of people didn't like it too. Um, they haven't hit commercially as well as I think they should have. And so I'm hoping that like we can get Arcane, we can still get that DNA of theirs in there, but that we'll have a more whole product as it were. Yeah. Um, that will yeah. be successful and enable them to do those more niche things too in the future. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, a lot of their games have been so narrative focused in the past that the fact that they have something that's, you know, leaning into a little bit more of the multiplayer um, social gaming aspect that that might be the mass appeal right there. The other thing I got to mention about this game is, you know, I mentioned I was a little disappointed that it wasn't coming this year, but I know the trailer they showed was, you know, chopped up, heavily edited, all that kind of stuff. But the fact that we saw that much of the game and it was pure gameplay with like a solid eight to 10 months of development left is also pretty promising. So yeah. I think that's another reason why I was like, this this could be a good one. This could be really good. So yeah, yeah right. no. And and from what Ben said, I mean, Deathloop didn't hit with everybody. I really liked it personally, but it showed that, you know, Previously, they had been very much about the powers and the knives, right? Because that was Dishonored. Um, and they proved in Deathloop, the shooting mechanics were really solid, like actually genuinely solid. So I'm hoping some of that DNA kind of transfers over. It looks like it's going to be a similar feel. Um, so I think a combination between the past um, and what we see now, it's just going to... I'm having good feelings. So. Yeah. And I'm very, very keen to uh, feel negatively about things. So right. the fact that I have a good feeling is definitely, definitely sitting well with me. So just, just on that, like, I don't know if I'm reading into this too much, but do you think this is part of, you know, the Microsoft acquisition showing its teeth a little bit? Because yeah. as we just kind of mentioned, like Arcane in the past have had very narrative driven games. None of them really hit too well. Is this the first time we're seeing Microsoft saying, we're going to buy you, we're going to support you but you got to try something first that's going to have long-term teeth yeah. and maybe sell a little bit well and attract a little bit more from day one. 
Sharp, I point, think that's, sharp pointy teeth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think that's possible, Dave, and I think maybe they told them to lean into it more, but there's certainly started development on this game before the acquisition and probably before the people involved with this game even knew the acquisition was a thing. Like, I'm sure the people at the top knew it was a thing long before that or a possibility. Um, but I would say that most likely they started on this path before that. I think that's a better thing than Microsoft forcing it on them because if it needs to be a project they want to do to be good. Uh, just liking a project doesn't make it good, but a project that's mid can be better because people enjoy working on it. So right. I think you're probably right that we will see that kind of thing more as we go. And we know that like there have been games that have come to Game Pass that didn't include co-op. And then Microsoft was like, hey, have you thought about putting co-op in this? We'll pay you more. Now with their own teams, I'm sure they're even more you know, in that way, but we'll see. Yeah. Since, uh, okay, so I said we'll start talking about Summer Game Fest and we immediately launched into Bethesda, or Xbox and Bethesda. So we can do, basically just take your pick of anything from the Summer yeah, Game damn. Fest, the Bethesda Showcase, um, whatever you want to do. Feel free, Brandon, you're up next to talk about whatever Honest, you please. Yeah, and so this kind of ties into what I had um, spoken about before. Not exactly, but I'm seeing a lot of parallels drawn. Did you guys get a chance to catch the um, Starfield oh, stuff? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, I honestly think it looks pretty good. Um, but I don't know. After playing a lot of No Man's Sky recently, you know, 30, 40 hours, it kind of looks like they took No Man's Sky and just put like a shitty sepia filter on it. <laughs> um, because everything is so much less colorful. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Um, it almost seems like a mod for the game I'm already playing. And I know it's probably way more than that. Um, and the combat genuinely looks better. I will say that. If it has Fallout-esque combat, they've been getting better progressively from three and four. We're fine. And I'd imagine it'd be even better yet. Um, but I don't know. It's not an original idea to compare this to No Man's Sky because I've seen it literally everywhere on the internet. But it's for a reason. Um, right. As... As I've recently played a lot of No Man's Sky, it is giving me many, many feels. Um, so I'm interested to see how it's going to differentiate itself. Um, we get the the classic Todd Howard, it just works. Um, and he pretty much said, there's going to be thousands of explorable unique planets or whatever the fuck he said. So yeah, I'm not going to hold my breath. Um, and he's definitely trolled before. Um, yeah. You know, with <laughs> it just works. So Whether intentionally or not. I don't right, know. right. Yeah. So, but... Uh, I don't know. I'm not sold on it, but obviously Game Pass Day 1. I mean, a lot of these things are literally no-brainers for me at this point, um, and I'm going to try them regardless, and that's the absolute beauty of Game Pass um, because I don't even know if I'm going to like this game, but I'm sure as shit going to try it now. So sure. I, I didn't know what you guys thought about it. Ben, you said more recently, I don't want to spoil what you've been playing, but you popped into No Man's Sky. Did you, did you see anything in that trailer that made you think or interest you in any way? So I was already talking to you about playing some No Man's Sky, and then my buddy Justin's been playing it for, or, well, he hasn't been playing it recently, but he, he's encouraged me to get into it in the past. And it's not that I didn't want to. I mean, I played like, I don't know, four or five hours um, way back when on PS4, but then I you know totally quit. Right. But I just thought this is the, the, like, now this trailer has reinvigorated me to want to check it out because I remember liking little distinct points of it at the very first. So... Yeah, I definitely think so. I think it does look somewhat like No Man's Sky, but I think that's a probably an oversimplification. I hope it's an oversimplification that a lot of people are making because it does seem like the game's going to have a lot more to it. Um, there's certainly some aspects they straight up ripped off of it. I mean, I'm sure they had this, again, they had this in development before 
No Man's Sky even came out, but they definitely have borrowed some ideas since then, you know, improved right. on them, hopefully. Uh, I'm a little worried about the frame rate, but of course it's still, you know, however far out. So I'm not too worried about that. And I think that it's okay now. I'm now like as close to as I get to being excited. I'm now excited about Starfield. Uh, I was so confused at everybody freaking out. Oh, Starfield's going to be so great. And I'm like, you don't even know what it is yet. Right. You just know who's making it. And then <laughs> exactly. it's about space. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay. And then we see some ship combat and we saw the yeah. guns. I didn't think the guns performed particularly well. I thought the space combat looked kind of shitty. But again, we just saw very small snippets and I don't want to judge the whole game based on that. But right. uh, Dave, what, what about you? I know you've been kind of a little, a little bit excited for Starfield. Yeah, I mean, I I certainly understand the hype, and I I think it's warranted. I mean, we're we're getting um, you know a massive developer such as Bethesda who spent so much time in the Elder Scrolls and Fallout universes, and you know, with sort of varying degrees of success over the past decade, that you know, people are excited for for, for them to see something a little bit different. So I'm I'm totally understanding of the hype. Um, I knew that trailer, whatever it ended up being, was going to be met with a lot of, uh, in my opinion, unjust criticism because <laughs> this isn't a finished product. Um, and 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 the No Man's Sky stuff is a, is a bit silly to me because it's just like I feel like if they didn't have that one shot of the guy mining, like yeah. people wouldn't have been talking about this. But right. um, I guess the only thing that kind of concerns me is is the scope because again what you know we talk about some of Bethesda's previous projects and the state in which they launch and Todd Howard did not show or describe a focus game uh, right. on the weekend this was something that's going to be massive and you know at the very end he's he said you know there's going to be a thousand planets and you can go to all of them and it's not like they're little regions that are mapped out it's like the entire thing but then nobody talked about procedural generation or anything like that. So it's like, number one, how is this going to be done? Like, how big is this fucking game going to be? Right. And number two, um, you know, how much is actually going to be there? So I, I'm a little concerned about the size of this game. You know, we don't necessarily need a massive, massive, massive RPG to have a good RPG. Um, you know, a lot of people won't agree with me on this, but um a little game from Spiders, which I can't even remember off the top of my head right now. Greedfall, that's it. That uh -huh. was a small, focused RPG, and it's one of the best experiences I've had in a long time. So it doesn't need to be massive and sprawling, and I personally think Bethesda could have benefited from maybe having something that's a little bit more focused. But I guess when you're doing a space opera, it's kind of difficult to do that. But right. um, as Brandon said, it's going to be day one Game Pass. The risk is going to be zero if you're a Game Pass subscriber. So... Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they come out with, and I I, I think the hype is warranted. So, yeah, yeah we'll uh, we'll keep a close eye on this one for sure. I'm uh, about the planet thing. You know, you said there's gonna be a thousand planets or whatever, and I have no doubt that's the case. I'm wondering if they just like spit out, you know, 990 planets that are you can go there and gather resources and whatever, but only like 10 of them actually. Are, and then there's like 10 more that are actually like hubs or civilized or whatever. Right. Um, that'd be my guess, but I don't have any obviously way of knowing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, another news in that vein, Todd Howard was on Unlocked today. I think it was on Unlocked and said that uh, Fallout 5 is for sure coming after Elder Scrolls 6, which Elder Scrolls 6 is coming after Starfield. I think we already knew that at some point. But I don't remember for sure. But either way, like, duh, of course, they're going to make another Fallout right. game eventually. Like, that's that's clear. But aside from the point. 
Okay, for my first up, um, and I guess it's not really my first up, it's just we're taking turns introducing them, but I just want to talk about the fact that uh, Summer Game Fest, they revealed the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles release date, which is, wait, is that Thursday? Thursday, so two days from now. No shit. And uh, the Shredder's Revenge, you know, stuff, uh, the the package, I guess you could say. I think it's going to be phenomenal. I think anybody in... um, in, within their right minds is going to want to play as Casey Jones, which they also revealed is going to be there first. Um, I just think that like, I love, I have so much love for the TMNT games and I'm just like such a big fan that I'm really excited to check this out and on game pass day one. And like, I don't know, it's just gonna be so much fun. And it, it breeds that mold or it, it, it falls into that mold of uh, co-op, multiplayer games on game pass and it just it's a very obvious pickup for them for me yeah i think that's really a winning formula we've talked about it before for game pass um i wouldn't be surprised if we see more and more games co-op and i have always said more games co-op is good um and so you know something that's great about this xbox showcase is was there anything that wasn't going to be day one game pass like at the showcase, I think there might have been one or two games. I don't think they announced Diablo 4 for Game Pass, which I'll definitely be talking about later. Ooh. And uh, I don't think they announced that, but you have to imagine if the Activision deal goes through before it comes out. Right. You know, or even shortly thereafter, it's going to be on Game Pass as soon as they have the ability to do so. But no, I mean, honestly, props to Xbox, because this sort of standing that you have whenever you can just instantly say, if you have our service, this is something that the new PlayStation Plus subscription will not have and probably maybe will never have. Um, how exciting is this? If I didn't have an Xbox and I saw all these announcements, I probably would have went to buy my Xbox. I'm serious. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can spend $15, try out any single game that I've seen on this whole, sh- whole showcase practically. You can actually spend 10 Well, Because regardless. you need ultimate for your Xbox. Exactly. Well, yeah. if I want live. But, um, oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. I forgot that's still a thing in the antiquated world. Right. But um, but no, I just I just want to speak to the value right now. And we've talked time and time again about the value. But like now this shit's actually coming out. It is really, really good because I was down for a little bit after Halo. And after I fell off on my Xbox, I just scrounging for things to play. And sure, there's things on Game Pass, but there's something about these new titles that like the fact that, you know, you can play it and you don't have to spend full price to even try it. So it's fantastic for sure. Dave, TMNT hype? Big time. And I, I hope they they still have that thing um, where like only one person can grab the pizza and like your dickhead <laughs> yeah. friend is on like 80% health and you're on like 30 and he grabs the pizza and you get in a fight over it. By the way, that's Brandon. <laughs> I've never really, played Brandon? this game, boys. Well, I've no, never no, played this game. But you're the guy who will hog the loot. So it'd be you. Yeah, non-shareable Dude. loot kills <laughs> you friendships. Be, that's you gotta sure. be quicker than that, buddy. Yeah. But I just, just to reinforce what Brandon kind of said about the overall show and like that catalog of games for PlayStation Plus Premium, it's out in the wild. If it's official now, and in my mind, it's better than what Game Pass has ever had. But what Game Pass still has and it will have for a long, long time, as Brandon said, is that day one yeah. available on Game Pass. And Sony hasn't showed a willingness to do that. So yeah, I mean, I'm going to see value in that as long as we keep getting that. And they've been doing this for like three years now where like every game they're announcing at these shows is like day one Game Pass, day one Game Pass. So right. 
you know, for small little titles like this to be to be on there that are quick to pick up and play, it's just that barrier's gone. But and yeah, the crazy ex- thing is, this game would have sold fine without that. Yep. Oh yeah, dude. Big time. That was going to do even better. I mean, imagine imagine this in high school, though. You know, oh, all of your boys yeah. have Game Pass, right? Imagine yeah. if this was the thing. How fucking amazing this would have been to be able to just pop on and co-op. Everyone has it if you have Game Pass. Uh, sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. I was too busy lifting weights and going on dates in high school. So oh, okay. All I right. play video games in high school. <laughs> Uh, Dave, you're next up. Talk about your next uh, your next pick. Uh, speaking of lifting weights and going on dates, I'd like to talk about Modern Warfare 2. Hey. Okay. Um, I've always been confused because if memory serves correctly, um, the Call of Duty games, like from recent memory, are always announced. Like they'll announce like the title or it'll get leaked or something. And then the first actual reveal is all campaign. Yeah, yeah. And I've always found that weird because I'm like, what keeps people hooked on these games is the multiplayer. So I've always kind of wondered why they don't lead with that and then give us a little bit of campaign later. I get that. It's too twitchy. Dude, dude, I I could tell you why, though, is because I've seen about a million videos. First of all, they're keeping their best card in their hand, right? Obviously. Second of all, I've seen about a million videos of look at this list of every single gun that was in this campaign. Will this now be in multiplayer? You build the speculation for themselves. I mean, yeah. it creates itself. That's fair. But I got to build on the point is like, I'm I'm all in on Modern Warfare. I assume most of us are. Um, I'm I mean, there, dude. A lot of people were sort of ho-hum on, on Cold War and Vanguard. So going back to Infinity Ward with Modern Warfare, Warfare which is a proven formula that everybody wants. Um, but I kind of like the campaign stuff that they showed was a little underwhelming. Um, I think the biggest thing about that was like this, this, like they had this like real, um, these water physics that are actually, actually reacting in real time. So they showed the scene where, you know, they were on this tanker ship and like cover was actually moving. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. But I mean, I feel like, like we've seen like sort of the heavy hitters from like the, the call of duty campaigns and it's maybe they're running out of ideas. Cause you know, we've done the ship thing before uh, the plane stuff was really cool. Obviously the Chernobyl stuff. And I just kind of felt like, you know, my expectations might be a little bit low for the campaign. Cause what they showed wasn't super impressive. Like it looked great and all that, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it, it also got me thinking about the multiplayer thing, but Brandon, you make a good point. But either way, it didn't change my feelings about Modern Warfare. I'll be there on day one. Um, but I, I kind of wanted a little bit more from the first real campaign reveal. I want Michael yeah. Bay. I want big yeah. explosions. I want something fucking crazy. And sure, yeah. I didn't really get that too much. So, yeah, no. uh, Brandon, what are your feelings? I'm with you, Dave. Um, I will preface saying I'm going to buy this as well. But I think the what they showed was actually kind of fucking lame. You, you know, in quotes, water physics. You mean you program the boat to walk, rock back? You, you know, they, they make it seem in a way that I don't know that's 100% true. But nonetheless, um, I don't know how dynamic it could possibly be if it just goes from one side to the other. Like, I'll be interested to actually see if it's actually dynamic or it's just whatever. But um, I am kind of with you, Dave. I was underwhelmed. Um, I don't think that it even looked that great if I'm going to be completely honest with you but the heart of the issue here for me is the multiplayer and so they could have showed me nothing and I probably would have been happy with that um I don't think the multiplayer lends well to previewing um but 
yeah, I don't know. I was I was underwhelmed, but I'm sold nonetheless. Call me a sucker. Um, <laughs> You're a sucker. But yeah, well, I mean, I am. Yeah. Um, I've bought in so many of their games, even the shit ones. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really exciting. I'm glad to see some new characters back. I think the whole goal in they had to toe the line between showing us something new and making us nostalgia bait. Um, so yeah. they obviously showed us the ship just like before. I mean, they pulled out the shotgun that was in the the Modern Warfare campaign when you're on the boat. Like, I get it. I know right. what they're trying to do. They're trying to reinvigorate the community. Um, but I was underwhelmed. Um, and I guess that's okay because I'm still going to buy it. So they don't really care if I'm underwhelmed, if I'm paying the money. Um, yeah. But I guess that's my thoughts, man. I'm I'm just excited to not be holding old ass weapons again. Um, that's right. not fun to me. I don't care about this Mosin Nagant. You know, I want to hold an MP5. So right, you get the Mozambique from Apex. You know? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> whatever, whatever Dude, you said there reminded me of that. That's actually not dog shit anymore, from what I understand. Oh, it but, used to be. It was so bad. Yeah, Brandon, but, you're next up. Let's go. Oh, jeez. So I, I don't know that I'm really excited for this necessarily. I just have history with the series. Um, I feel like whenever Arc Two got announced, I strayed away from it because. Um, uh, Vin Diesel kind of repulses me in many ways um, uh-huh. for many yeah. reasons. Um, but I really hope they don't lean into that. I saw something today, which I cannot confirm, unfortunately. I don't know if you saw it, but um, potentially Dark Souls-esque combat. Oh, I did not see that. Okay. I don't know if that was a leak, if it was speculation. Honestly, I probably just caught it on my lunch, so I didn't really look too much into it. But if that's the case, I find this game incredibly interesting. Um, I think dinosaurs are rad and when you could ride them and fuck shit up that's even better <laughs> um, not, that's not what i thought you were gonna say but. <laughs> <laughs> well you, you know either, either which way we cut it here i think it's gonna be cool and yeah. i'm excited to see how they're gonna build upon something they've already made because they had a really solid foundation um, right. and I, I, I did play for quite a bit um it's not really very fun by yourself that's kind of why i stopped but <laughs> um the game's great except it sucks well yeah but um, no, I've always been into these uh, crafting type games. And, you know, whenever you add a beautiful landscape and dinosaurs, it's kind of a winning formula in my book. But sure. um, a welcome change to the combat would be good. Um, I think the combat was incredibly lacking in the last game. And as long as we don't get too much Vinny boy, um, I'm going to be pretty happy. So nice. Dave, any interest in Ark? Um, no. And I, honestly, the Vin Diesel thing makes me less interested in it. Um, I don't know why. I, I mean, I guess we're talking about it because of Vin Diesel and a lot of people are. So maybe that's why they decided to bring him in as the spokesperson of the sequel. But, um, yeah, I mean, if, if Brandon told me he was interested, I'd probably be more keen to pick it up rather than, Hey, Vin Diesel is associated with this game. So, <laughs> right. Right. um, yeah, not, not super high on my radar. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, well, then we'll move on to the uh, to the next game. And uh, let's go ahead and get it over with. Let's talk about Diablo 4. Hey. I know that this is one Brandon's going to play. David, are you a Diablo vet? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I picked it up in Diablo 3. I didn't play a whole lot, but okay. I will definitely be playing Diablo 4. Nice. Okay, so we've got... You know, they, they said this this showcase was all about games that are coming in the next 12 months. Diablo 4 was in there. They only gave a 2023 release date, so we don't know. And, of course, delays can happen. But, you know, eh, all it takes for me is seeing a new Diablo game, and I'm excited. Yeah. But hell, I saw that Diablo 2 was coming out remastered, and it got me excited then. So I'm just I've been playing Diablo one for literally 25 years or I'm sorry, I've been playing Diablo the series for 25 years. I started playing the first Diablo right after it came out. I don't think I was allowed to, but I played it at a friend's house and they revealed, you know, a necromancer class, which is, of course, very welcome. Um, I'm just very excited. It does seem to be like they're going to be targeting more like open world, which I'm interested to see how that'll work in Diablo. I'm open to it for sure, because there's a lot of games that you know, people thought wouldn't make good open world games and they did um, Elden Ring. Uh, you know, <laughs> nobody thought from whatever do an open world game. And then they did. And it was like all anybody could talk about for what are we on like four months straight now. So that doesn't concern me too much, but I'm curious, what do you guys, what do you guys think about Diablo four? What'd you think about uh, what we saw there? Honestly, thought, sorry, go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, honestly, I'm fucking excited. Um, I will say that, I will preface saying I, I got into the series on on um, three Diablo yeah, three. Right. So that's most people. Most people did. Most people did. Yeah. So that is the majority of my experience. Um, I will say I wasn't even excited for two to be remastered. It was hard for me to go back. I tried it out, which is fine. I understand the roots, um, but I'm very, very, very excited. Um, the Necromancer was one of my favorite classes from three. They added it late, but it was a, like Ben said, a much, a much desired addition. Um, so I think this just takes everything that Diablo three did and seems to be just pushing up the ante a little bit. Um, I'm a little bit discouraged by um, Immortals. Is that what it's called? Diablo Immortals. Immortal. Yeah. Immortal. I'm a little discouraged by that. Um, I hope we don't get some trickle down, um, even if it's not the exact same. I'm hoping we don't get some of the divisive um, sales tactics, uh, potentially, that we got on uh, Immortal. And I know it's a phone game and free to play, but um, it just does concern me a little bit because I've it's been in playing the on PC for what it's worth. But yeah, okay. it is a phone game. It's definitely a phone game on PC. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I think that Immortal kind of tampered my expectations a little bit um, right but i'm willing to not even consider that in a diablo game i'm willing to just skip it in my memory um if it means that diablo 4 will be golden in my eyes so i'm looking forward to it and uh what do you think of dave i thought it looked fantastic and um it doesn't feel like it's been that long since diablo 3 um and it's i always find that these isometric like three-quarter games it's 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 kind of tough to focus on or nail the visuals just because 
you know, you're not super in close or detailed, but I thought what they showed initially just struck me as this is a really, really good looking game. And I went back and I kind of watched a little bit more Diablo three and I've actually just got it on Twitch in front of me here. And it's a big leap. Yeah. It's, it's like a big leap. So, I mean, that's what really caught me first. Um, and I know the the reveal, there was a lot of like cinematics and stuff, but I like that they spent a lot of time on the gameplay um, and you sort of got a sense of like how the, the, you know, the game would react to you moving out in the world. I think they showed like an open world event at one point and the, and like a massive like boss jumped out and the camera uh-huh. actually panned out a bit. So the way that they're playing around with the camera to sort of mess with scale, I thought was really cool. Um, but I'm really looking forward to seeing how this game sort of functions in that open world with the other players who are in your instance. Um, Cause it will be really cool to just kind of run around and then you run around and, and run into another player. Um, so, I mean, this is sort of, are, are they pushing into sort of that MMO sphere a little bit? Because, um, you know, we know this game is going to have really long lifetime. So, yeah, I was really impressed. I'm, I'm like Brandon. I kind of got into series in three. Um, it didn't play a whole lot of it, but it's it looks really, really cool. Just nice. hopefully they don't fuck it up with the economy again. Yeah. 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 Could we, I'm, bad. I'm Could, sure they'll have some sort of battle pass and there'll be something you can buy. But I don't I think that one of the developers said, like, this is going to be a fully, you know, you're going to purchase this game and you're going to play it without having to buy anything. Anything you can buy will be for fun, basically, like not for gameplay wise. So could we see see if that's true? I think we'll see PvP. I think they confirmed PvP, actually. Did they? Because I know it's on Immortal. It's like outlandish on Immortal, though. It's like three hours a week. I'm serious. What? I'm serious. Look it up. I, I'm pretty sure I saw Asmogold, uh, yeah. a streamer, talking yeah. about how it's like from six to eight or something on Fridays or something. Completely oh, shit. Stupid. I didn't know that. Like that. Yeah. All right, Dave, we're back to you. Uh, so I would like to talk about Forza Motorsport. Ooh, Dude, that was... Yes. yes. And, I, and then off of that, we'll also talk about um, Horizon briefly. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if this game is coming out in the next 12 months. Uh, I know they said it would based on it being in the show. We obviously knew about this game before, but this is the first time we got like an extended look at it. So um, it looks fantastic. It, it looks really, really good. And I mean, I think that's always been the MO of, of these racing games like Gran Turismo and, and Forza and even the Project Car series is how good can we make these cars? But yeah. they've really taken it a step further in, you know, they, they took a close look inside like engine bays and stuff. And just to see how detailed like the interiors of these cars, um, both in the engine compartment as well as inside the actual cars was was pretty impressive. Um, I do know that Forza, Forza Motorsport has a bit of goodwill to gain back in like the the really dedicated racing community because with the last entry in the series, it certainly fell off a bit. So um, I hope they're not focusing too much on how great this game looks with ray tracing 4k on the next generation of consoles. Cause they need to spend a little bit more time focusing on how this is going to be um, a smash hit with, with the long running like um, motorsport community. And they talked about stuff like, uh, fuel management and tire degradation. So, I mean, that's all part of motorsport. It's not just racing. So I think they are taking steps in the right direction. Um, I think now that we're a couple months removed from the release of Gran Turismo 7, there is potentially an opportunity for them here to gain some ground back. Sure. Um, because, you know, it, things are a bit weird there. So, yeah, I think... Yeah, they didn't opportun- have the best showing ever. 
Yeah, and and you know this might be a shot for them to to gain some ground back. So um, yeah, Forza, Forza Motorsports looking pretty good. Uh, but again, I hope they don't just focus on the looks because it it needs a lot more than that. So right, uh, Ben, what did you think? I have never been a motorsport person, and I probably still won't be. But with Game Pass now, I can like I can try it. I'm not as much into the Sims as I am into the arcadey ones. Uh, but that said, like everything they showed about it was immaculate. It was amazing. I've uh, haven't played like Gran Turismo since early on, but I've always been very fascinated with watching it and watching other people play it. I think I'm just not skilled enough, quite frankly. I think I need a wheel because <laughs> any games I've ever played with a wheel, I've been like, I feel like I'm OK at this. If I play with a controller, I'm like, I'm totally trash at this. So I think it looks phenomenal. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And the fact that they said real time ray tracing, too, is just like. A flex and a half, in my opinion. Well, dude. sorry. Any sorry. Any time Ben talks about uh, racing sims, I'll never forget the day we got a copy of Assetto Corsa. Oh my god! And he was streaming <laughs> it. And as he's streaming it, there's this guy in the chat who's talking to him, like, "Hey, you should try this." Like he's being super nice about it. And Ben was like talking to the guy, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I coach people to play this game for a living." We were yeah. like, "Holy shit, <laughs> that's incredible! That's amazing." But, the yeah. fact that the game needs someone to coach them to play it enough to sustain a living, right? Like, no, right. But yeah, that game, I got it. Like they just sent it to us, and I was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna stream this." You know, it seems like good. Sure. And then I realized this is a sim, and it's not only a sim; it's one of the most in-depth sims there is. Yeah, I didn't know any of that before I started playing it, and then I was like, "Okay, well, that's how this is gonna go." <laughs> right, right. Brandon, no. you're more of a racing guy. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I'm like you, Ben. I do gravitate traditionally towards the non-track-based racing games. I think that they do have something to prove, as Dave mentioned, um, on the tales of GT. I think real-time ray tracing is something that GT does not have. Right. It has ray tracing, but it does not have real-time ray tracing. You can only look at it in the photos or in the replays. So right. I feel like that's a huge functionality that actually... I wish was in all of GT. So I think that I'm with Dave, maybe not focus 100% on that, but I think they're kind of making a statement here. So I think they realize what position they're in. Um, and I personally have gravitated towards Forza more than Gran Turismo in the past. So yeah. I'm always rooting for them. Um, I do feel like it's kind of soon, even though this is traditionally when it would be out. It just feels soon to me, I guess. Sure. Um, but... On the back of that, I guess we could also kind of talk about the Forza Horizon DLC, which also yeah. got announced. So, Dave, did you did you ever check out any of the DLCs and any of the previous games? I checked out the Hot Wheels game in the last one, and it was pure, pure fun, man. It, it was just insanely fun. And it looks like they've taken the Annie and just put it through the roof on this one. Yeah, and it's I, I love that they're having fun with this because this was already a fun game. But anytime you can tack on something like this, that is sort of takes it up to 11, but also is like kind of a unique idea. Right. Um, is, is pretty cool. I haven't checked out the DLCs in the past, but um, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely looking cool. I like what they're doing with it. And people were like shitting on this, like, Oh, why, why do we care about more Forza horizon stuff? And I'm like, do you have any idea how much money this will make them? Like well, the hot wheel, hot wheels as a brand is not just popular amongst children. It's huge. And putting Hot Wheels in Forza last time, everybody was like, Neh. and this, and then once it came out, everybody was like, that's amazing. And I can't imagine why this one wouldn't be just as amazing, if not obviously better. Right. And I mean, I don't want to say all of my love for vehicles has come from like Matchbox cars and Hot Wheels, but they really tapped into this because I feel like there, there's a part of me like 
the child inside me who was playing with matchboxes that now loves to play these games. So I feel like it just works really, really well. So indeed. Next up, Brandon. Am I up? Yeah, I think so. Damn, I wasn't even prepared. That's all right. Well, I'll go ahead and talk about just one big announcement then while you figure out your next game. Um, Just that we saw at Summer Game Fest, and that was that they are indeed bringing The Last of Us Part 1 remake um, later this year. And I just want to say, screw you, Sony. Like, (laughs) I'm sure the game is going to look great. It's going to be great. Everything's going to be awesome about it. But just the fact that they're putting out a remake of a remaster and they're going to charge $70 for it. And I get it. They're bringing it to PS5. They're going to introduce people who are going to watch the HBO show. Like, I understand the reasons for it on a business level. I think it's probably actually a smart move. But I just can't see myself paying $70 for a game I've already bought twice and played twice and just am ready to be like, I'm done. I'm done with it. Like, I've. I've experienced it. Well, that said, I'm probably going to buy it. Dave, what about you? Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to buy it. I'm (laughs) I'm I'm glad this came out. Like, I think this was leaked last year. We probably talked about it when when it was leaked and we're like, there's there's no way this can't be true. This is ridiculous. Um, But, you know, it's true. I think the thing that obsessed me about it the most is I wish there were resources that could have been used that are being used for this that could have been used to make something else else cool, like even a DLC. I, I don't know. But yeah. I've, I've come to the realization that I don't think this is for us. I think right. this is, and you kind of alluded to it there, Ben. Um, they're moving into new territory with the HBO stuff. Um, there's a lot of people who are going to have PlayStation 5s who maybe didn't have one before. And this is a way for them to play full price for a game and get the best experience possible and start the series from square one. Um, and so, it will include the DLC. Yeah. You know, and for people who have never played it at all. Yeah, I it's yeah. it's I, I'm I'm surprised it I I am and I and I'm not surprised that it came out at summer's game summer games fest because again I why can't we hear about God of War and not this so right but I'm just I'm I, I I'm just assuming it's not for me and moving on from there I will not buy it because it's I, they don't need my money for that yeah, <laughs> yeah. seriously I don't, I don't think yeah. I'll buy it day one but probably when it hits like forty bucks or something I'll probably end up buying it but I just that's probably going to be like a game time decision, honestly, because like, again, unless I find out like, Oh, there's something they dramatically changed or something like that. I just can't imagine buying it again, but I I almost feel like it's a compliment to God of war that it wasn't shown there because that means we're probably going to get it. Like at some point it's going to get its own event to show the game off. And Mm -hmm. so like in that sense, I'm excited that they didn't show it because I wouldn't have liked to reveal like there was for, and granted it leaked ahead of time, but I wouldn't have liked to reveal like there was for the last of us remake because it seemed kind of lame not only because of the game, it was lame, but just like the announcement of it was kind of boring. So I'm hoping that that means we'll get like a full on state of play or something similar for God of War. But Brandon, sorry, you were trying to say something there. I don't even remember, man. It's okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Are you going to play the last of us remake? Oh, fuck. No. Okay, cool. Um, And actually what actually what I was going to say is I, I just can't believe that they haven't even offered some sort of solution for people who have already bought it potentially twice. Like there's, to my knowledge and what from what you've said, there's not even an option. It's just you buy it or you don't, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly what it is. Okay. Um, which I understand because like when they did the remakes of uh, like the Resident Evil games, they didn't offer like if you bought RE2 back in whatever year, you're, you know, get $10. Like they, I understand it. it is a new game 
it's just not a game for me or you guys. Right. So yeah. no, I'm, I'm with you there. I feel like we've honestly talked about a lot of the things that I'm interested in. Kind uh -huh. of n not much to talk about here, but I find it interesting that Kojima is working with Microsoft. Um, yeah, I think that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about the project. I don't think anybody does. Uh, it's called Overdose. But anything this man touches, I'm interested in. Um, he has such a creative and inventive mind. And um, I wonder if it's going to be completely different. Um, assuming it probably will be, but I'm glad yeah. to see some love on the Microsoft side. Um, at one point, we had discussed whether we thought that maybe Kojima Studios was going to get bought by PlayStation um, or Sony, but I'm actually glad that that's not the case. Um, yeah. And I guess I could say that having both consoles, but um, yeah, I think it's just better for everybody. So we got Death Stranding and I can't wait to see what he makes next. Yeah, I think it's huge for the Xbox ecosystem because they've not had at least at launch that I can remember, they haven't had a, a Kojima game in a long time, if ever, maybe one, maybe one of the Metal Gears two or three was on there at launch. I don't remember for sure. But uh, yeah, I don't think this game is going to be Overdose, but I do think Overdose is another thing. So I think, and they even, Kojima Studios even clarified that they're, oh, okay. they're working still with PlayStation and with Xbox. So, oh, I mean, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know if it's even if this game, this game sounds like it's going to be a Microsoft exclusive. They're talking about using cloud technology and all that kind of stuff. Who knows? We'll definitely have more to talk about that when we actually know what the game is that they're working on. But has, we'll has Kojima ever worked on two games at once? Because, we, um, we, you know, we've got Overdose. Norman Reedus apparently leaked that they were working on uh, Death Stranding 2 or it was coming at least. And now we have. So I don't know if this is two or three projects, but number one, it, it strikes me that, you know, the studio has gotten pretty big. But number two, has he ever worked on two games at once? Because this is a guy who loves to have control, full control. Yeah. He wants to, you know, have his feet in, in the in the music camp. He wants to have his feet in all the art and, and the gameplay and that kind of stuff. So I wonder I wonder what that's going to be like or I wonder what that is like. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't. I think I got this from Chris Reagan, actually. He made a point that I, I think it was Chris. All he, all Kojima or all uh, Norman Rita said was we're working on the second one now. And I was wondering, like, did that necessarily mean we're working on Death Stranding 2 or did that mean we're working on the second game together now? Uh, mm -hmm. So maybe he's working on up to three projects or maybe he's only working on two and Norman Reedus is going to be in one of them. Right. That's also a possibility. So who knows? I mean, honestly, it's also very possible. I know mocap is a very long and drawn out process, but like it is a very long and drawn out process. So that doesn't mean right. that we're getting a game for the next three years, maybe from Norman Reedus, you know? So I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of speculation, but we're definitely getting something good from him and everyone's going to be better off for it. So yep. uh, I wanted to mention briefly, and we can kind of zip through these, you know, the, a few more here, but um that Sea of Thieves, it's not getting a lot of love out there. And I understand that it's not a new game. It's not a game that, that a lot of it's people who watch game. these showcases, whatever. I'm just kidding, uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But they did reveal season seven uh, and they talked about some stuff that I think it went under the radar because a lot of people who aren't familiar with the game don't know this. But like basically there's a lot of stuff in the game that's coming to the game that's going to be like uh, role playing related. And this is not necessarily that appealing to me because I'm somebody who likes to get on a ship, buy 50 cannonballs from the vendor and go out and sink other people. But for the people who play the game, toxic to, gamer. Yeah, for real. Dude, you're so freaking toxic. 
the people who play the game for like the experience of being a pirate, of role playing, of going and digging up treasures and stuff, like the the fact that you're going to be able to like name your own ship, you're going to be do, doing different customizations. I got to be careful here what I know from insider knowledge and what I know from the announcement, but um, there's some there's some stuff that is going to be really really cool. Uh, they did mention that you're going to be able to sell all of your stuff. Uh, to the sovereigns, which you know they haven't exactly spelled out what that is yet, but that's definitely a feature that people have been asking for. A lot of the stuff that they're putting out is stuff people have been asking for, and I don't know that this is all. This is necessarily going to be like, hey, now's the time to try the game. But the people who have been playing for a long time and the people who played and left, this is something that's going to draw those people back in. So it's definitely going to push uh, at on. least retain things. Am I hearing that you're saying? Um there's going to be more of so the reason why it hasn't gravitated with me is because it's very tough to play the game alone Uh is what you just said going to change that uh no i think the the, the basic mechanics of the game are going to stay the same right right of course yeah but uh as far as like so what sorry what did you what did you what did i say that made you think that i Uh, I missed it role-playing stuff yeah Oh, what I mean by role playing is like being able to name your ship and decorate it and have loadouts for it and being able to um, uh, do different voyages that might be a little bit more role play. But um, it's the the basic structure of the game, I don't think is going to change. But the things that like if you want to get on a pirate ship with three of your buddies and talk like pirates and make people walk the plank and kill evil skeletons and shit like that and dig up treasures like it's going to make that experience more fun in my opinion of being able to like, Oh, we're sailing on the SS duty head ship <laughs> or like, you know, um, wh- whose ship do we want to take today? Okay. We're going to take uh, Jimmy's ship and it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, ship number four of his, like just being able to do those things where you're basically branding the, uh, the session in a different way Got and it. enabling okay. like oh, have decorations around the ship and like, Oh, well I've, I've defeated, I, I'm making things up at this point, but I've defeated a bunch of Megs and now I have a Megs trophy that you can go and look in the back of my ship and see that I've, I've defeated all these like things like that, that again, aren't that meaningful for me in the way I play the game. But for some people who play that game in order to be a pirate, in order to go out and have an adventure, I think it's going to enhance that experience a lot. Yeah, dude. RP is huge. Um, yeah. GTA really kind of pushed this into the stratosphere bigger than it's ever been. Yeah. And I feel like um, I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if more games, more multiplayer games like this implement things very similar to this. Whenever you can create a personal connection to something in game and make it yours. Yeah. It's just about role playing. That's right. Th- that's really what it's about. And I feel like this game lends really well to that. So that's actually good. Um, I'm glad the community and the community is really good. I mean, from what Ben said and from what I've seen personally, um, this is just really good for the community. So, yeah. Brandon, you said you were kind of out of stuff to talk about. Dave, I want to give you an opportunity. Is there any like one or two more games that you were really excited about seeing? Uh, no, I think I talked about the heavy hitters. Um, I, I think uh, just to wrap it up for me, I think, you know, Keeley and, and the Xbox stuff, they, they kind of said, temp your expectations. Um, there's not going to be a whole lot of new stuff announced, but we're going to give you a lot of gameplay. And I think they delivered on that promise. So yeah, overall, it was a great week. Um, I really like that we're talking about stuff that is coming like soon, not like right. 
here's a title card that for a game that might come out in two and a half years. So right. yeah, I think overall it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. So yeah. I, I just had a couple other things to highlight. Uh, Gotham Knights, they got some new trailers and the characters for that uh, and some, and some gameplay. Uh, I just think that game continues to look really cool. I'm still not a hundred percent certain exactly what it is, but I think it's going to be fun. Um, Naraka blade point. Is it blade point? What is it? Something like that. Yeah, Naraka Blade Point. That's been out already on PC for a while, but it's um basically like a uh is it it's it's a I'm trying to think of the word. Battle Royale. <laughs> it's a battle royale. <laughs> um that's uh uh just really cool looking. You're not dealing with a bunch of guns, you do have ranged weapons and stuff. And that's coming then now to Game Pass, which will it'll be on PC and console. Uh so I didn't check it out just because I was like, I don't need another living game that I have to, that I'm going to buy and end up, you know, sinking a bunch of hours into. But if it's on Game Pass, I'll definitely at least check it out. If not, get sucked into it, honestly. Um, and those were kind of the things that, that hit for me. Um, obviously, like, I thought both shows were good. I didn't think both shows were perfect, nor did I expect them to be. There were highs and lows to each show. And um, of course, there's a ton of other stuff that was talked about. Oh, we didn't mention, uh, they did reveal in the, in the, um, uh, Summer Games Fest showcase that Last of Us Part Two has sold over 10 million copies, which is lower than I would have expected, but still enough to make a bunch of money. Yeah, um, and it's then, not it's not for everybody. That's for sure. Yeah, it's not for everybody. Uh, the one other thing that I wanted to mention, just to make a correction from last week, this isn't really a correction on our part, but uh, apparently we talked about the fact that Battlefield 2042 they were going to abandon it. EA has basically denied that. Now, uh, that was a rumor, apparently. So I wanted to clarify that just because we said it. But I mean, come on, they just they should just abandon it at this point. And yeah, I mean, start working on something that's going to actually be good. In quotes, we're not in quotes, abandoning it. <laughs> Brandon, what have you been playing? Uh, honestly, man, I, I hate to kind of go back to this, but I've been playing Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, I started. I started, it, I, I started my which will be my fifth character. I haven't played through all of it. I, I played through it twice and I'm about to do a third full playthrough. Um, but it's been amazing. I leaned really, really heavy. Um, my buddy Kevin bought it with me. Um, well, I, he bought it and I already had it. But yeah. um, a lot of co-op, man. A lot of invasions. It's been frustrating at points, but it offers a completely different experience. Um, it makes me see a future where the multiplayer can be somewhat normal in these games. Sure. Um, I'm even seeing mods coming out that allow for normal multiplayer. So I know the functionality can be achieved. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate that I would need a PC with mods to do that. Um, but... Nonetheless, when I'm summoned in, we can't ride horses, but we have fun nonetheless. So yeah, I was going to ask, are you guys doing a lot of walking? Yeah, honestly, what ends up happening is I'm like, hey, I'm going to save you some hassle. <laughs> yeah, you can summon me in later. Um, yeah. Just ride your horse through this poison swamp so you don't have to pop about a million fucking poisoned. <laughs> uh, I, I, so. I meant to say uh, in, in last week's dreams and shout out uh, segment, my my shout out was supposed to be for that we've reached that phase of of the FromSoft release where um, most of the coverage on this game is just people doing ridiculous challenge runs. <laughs> yeah. Like I saw yeah. one one mod where every enemy in the game was Melania, 
Oh yeah, God, yeah. I've, I've seen other people beat the entire game only using butt stomps or waterfowl and stuff like that. So yeah. I just I love how like the trajectory of every front soft game goes. Like everybody's like batshit crazy about exploring all the stuff and beating the game, and then there's the speed runs and then the challenge runs and all the mods and that stuff. Right. So it's really fun. Even though I'm done with the game for now, it's really fun to see this stuff. Yeah, I forgot dude. we used to do dreams and a shout out at the end of every show. Yeah, man. <laughs> but um, but no, it's it it's been so much fun and a completely different experience playing it almost entirely co-op so yeah that's cool. um really really great um and honestly i think that's about it i did dabble a little bit more with no man's sky um but really just some more Elden Ring. i hate to be boring but that's about it boys that's all right that's all right play what you want to play dave um so i've been playing dishonored Oh, um, yeah. I, I started the show talking about Arcane and, and we play uh, nothing but the newest games here. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> no, I've I've been going through this phase of just like popping into games and checking them out for a bit and see what's sticking. And uh, this week I, I popped into Dishonored. I'd never played the the games when they first came out, and um, I thought it was time. And you know, I've sort of grown out of stealth um, since like. Metal Gear Solid 3, I, I kind of dropped off because I had many years when I was younger where all I played were stealth games, Metal Gear yeah. Solid, Splinter Cells, all that kind of stuff, uh, Ghost Recon. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of fun to go back to one that really isn't that old, but um, just the, the amount of player freedom you're given and and you you look at, you know, when you take on something like that, like you can't just use player freedom to, to approach, um, you know, assassinating somebody or planting some evidence is, is just a buzzword. Like when you really look at like the level design of games like that, it really kind of blows you the way the shit that they had to think of. So also I think uh, blink is probably one of the coolest abilities in video games. Like that is so cool to just like zip across the map and like nobody sees you and stuff. So right. yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'll probably finish it, but like, it's taken me so long to get through the game because I forgot that things like save scumming existed. So now that I'm using save scumming, hopefully I'll finish it by December. But <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of want to like, like, I don't know if I'll play through all the DLC and stuff, but I do want to see the story to the end and play the second one and then maybe check out Prey. Like I might get on a bit of an arcane tip here. Um, so yeah, Dishonored, uh, it's on Game Pass and uh, I'm having a good time with it. Nice. Okay. Dave, it's funny you said that it's not exactly that old of a game. And I was like, yeah, it's only a few years old. And I just looked it up and it came out in 2012. So we're old as hell. Ah, damn. 10 years old. Yeah. Are you I mean, it, it aged pretty well, too, because I mean, I started yeah. watching some videos on it before I started playing. And I'm like, oh, this looks like dog shit. Well, when you actually get into it and see the movement right. and it's obviously upgraded a little bit for the Series S, it, it did age pretty well. So nice. it's, um, I don't feel like I'm playing a 10 year old game. So, nice. Yeah. Uh, for me, I've just been um, pretty much spending... I'm trying to think here. Did I play anything before this? Uh, for the most part, I've been playing No Man's Sky. Ooh, and wait. I think I said this earlier, but I only played like maybe five or six hours of it when it originally came out. Or actually, not when it originally came out. Several years after that. And uh, the the Skyrim talk got me interested. And so I jumped in with my buddy Justin. And I've just been having a hell of a time uh, in a good way. And for me, when I see a game that comes out and I'm like, oh, there's mining and there's crafting, I'm like, I cannot, I cannot play the game or it will consume me. <laughs> uh, Brandon knows when, well, first of all, I played 
literally thousands of hours of Minecraft back in like 2010. Oh, yeah. And then I gave it up cold turkey. You know, it was an addiction I had to break. You had to. And then a couple of years ago, Brandon and some of our other friends uh, were like, hey, we're going to play Minecraft. You want to play? And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll play. And then uh, just like a bad heroin addiction, I <laughs> didn't stop playing it for months. And uh, actually, I think it, my wife left me. I lost my yeah. job. <laughs> so No Man's Sky, I don't quite feel that same pull at this point like I did to Minecraft. And OK, here's the thing. Just wait. Just wait. I'm I'm not someone who's going to go and like build gigantic cities in Minecraft. I will just get a get the craziest amount of pickaxes you can imagine and just mine for hours without ever having any goal in mind. That's the kind of psychopath I am. <laughs> so anyway, No Man's Sky, I'm really enjoying it. I don't think there's a whole lot to say about it that most people haven't said it. The first night I played it, it was running really poorly on my computer. And then the next night it was like almost totally fine. Uh, of course, the game isn't perfect, but even past that, I think I was having some issues. So I don't know what my deal was, if it was just me or if it was the actual game, but uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm playing it and probably will keep playing it coming up for next week. I'll be talking about um, you'll be playing the Corey. So I'll probably start that tomorrow sometime. And uh We'll see how that goes. Do you have it on PC? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's on PC. Uh, that's it, man. That's it. That's it for the show, that's guys. Fucking it, man. That's it. An hour and one minute to talk about all the things that happened this weekend and uh, what we've been playing. I mean, that's what, not too what bad. more can you ask for? Not too bad. A longer show? No. Hell no. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, remember, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash handsome phantom. We do really appreciate your support over there. And we do really appreciate it when people comment in the Discord. We actually take what you say uh, to heart. We like hearing things, not just about what we're talking about, but um, feedback on the show in general. You telling us all how great we are and attractive we are, uh, that we really appreciate that too. <laughs> so feel free to keep doing that. But um, yeah, appreciate it. Thank you guys. Other than that, I think we're all done, boys. That's right. All right. Thank you. Hiccups are gone, right? Oh, thank God. Yeah, he licked his dog, so he's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) We'll see you next week. See ya. The HP Podcast is supported by our patrons over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom. Jason Canham, Toby Ryland, Chaz Peterson, Edward Walton, Josh Cummings, Jared, Boots, Fusebro, Passive Pixels Edwin Castillo, Maurice Bays, and H-Trance.